In the past six months, I've completed two marketing campaigns with separate clients in similar industries. One was a spectacular success, with gross margins going up by 15% and sales by 20%. The other, miserable. No increase in margin and sales nudged up by a miserly 2%. So why is one manager sending me a postcard from a bonus paid vacation in Australia while the other sweats away in his office? Find out why in this episode of Riot Point Radio. Welcome to Riot Point Radio. Here is your dose of provocative thinking. The answer is actually quite straightforward. The winner communicated how customers would be better off by using her product, but did it clearly, simply and persuasively in the customer's language. And now she is slapping on sunscreen at the beach in Queensland. The other followed 90% of the industry and crowed about the technical features of his product, but did so entirely in his language. Now he's in Cleveland, breathing in recirculated office air and downing his fourth week thin coffee of the morning. You see, when it came down to it, he was the one who quaked at the marketing paradox. He couldn't get past the notion that you take the biggest risk with your brand when your communications are bland. Bland is bad for the brand. Seems counterintuitive, doesn't it? But if you want to minimize the return on your marketing dollar, say what everybody else says. Or if you want to reduce the conversion rate of your communication piece, talk about your technology in your words. Don't stand out run in the middle of the pack. But you can't bore your customers into buying, as David Ogilvy said. So how do you get customers knocking on your door? I'll tell you that now. But first, a key point. And remember this, if nothing else. The first time a customer uses your product is in their head. Let me repeat. The first time any of us uses a product is in our head. We imagine it in our mind's eye. Life driving that new car, the handbag, the bicycle, or going through the door of the new house way before we even open up our wallets. And the easier you make it for customers to run your movie in their head, the more likely you are to make a sale. So that means your communication has got to be, for the customer, relevant, interesting, and useful. Those three things. Relevant, interesting, and useful. Which means you need to then touch a nerve or enter a conversation that they're already having with themselves or provoke a curiosity in some way. And if you do it well, you will funnel your prospect down to one action, which is either placing an order or signing up for your cause. And remember, most products are emotional sales clothed in a rational suit. You see, if you can persuade the heart, it will convince the head to make the decision. Just think about your own experiences. Now, let's see if your marketing helps you stand out from the crowd or ties you into the center of the mob. All humans 
and that includes most of the people in the purchasing department, want to enhance their lives by reducing or removing or adding or heightening certain emotions. You see, facts stimulate thought, but it's emotions that stimulate action, and we want your communications to end in a physical action. So which emotions are your products capable of soothing or suckling or squashing or strengthening? Well, here's a list of 16 to get you going. Anger, betrayal, revenge, fear, frustration, greed, happiness, hope, love, passion, relaxation, sadness, security, shame, powerlessness, and urgency. Spice up your communications with emotion and you will see your sales increase. To download this list, go to theriotpoint.com. If you want more Riot Pointers, these Tuesday tips delivered directly to your inbox, sign up on the Riot Point website and leave the rest to me. P.S. If you think anyone might benefit from this kind of information, pass it on. Share the love.